This episode is brought to you by Houston Lucky of Keller Williams Realty. If you're looking for that dream home or that dream piece of property here in the beautiful state of Alabama, email him at HoustonLucky at KW.com for the rest of his contact info. And also, what's family if they don't believe in you? So thanks to Cantley Pittman, my brother, for sponsoring us. And last but not least, thank you to the Frosty Mug, a local staple, a local legend. Some of the best burgers, fries, and onion rings, and milkshakes around. Go check them out. Enjoy a view of the Warrior River. Enjoy their food. And most of all, keep supporting local businesses. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for believing in us. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. This is the penultimate episode of season three. And we are the only ones here. It's just us today, baby. February the 8th. Seems like a long, long time ago. It's only been four months, but it seems like ages ago. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That weekend, week four out months. grind. Golly. Yeah, four. That went by quick. June's the sixth month. February's the second month. Yeah. Adds up. It went by quick. But at the same time, it feels like so long ago. It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. How does that work? I don't How know. does something, when you put it into perspective like that, like it feels like forever, but at the same time, it feels like yesterday? Honestly, I don't know, because Brittany and I like just celebrated our fifth anniversary. and uh, Congrats. Thank you. And I told her. I was More like, so to Brittany. I don't know how yeah, she's put up with you for this yeah. one. Props to her. I told her, I was like, our wedding literally feels like yesterday. But at the same time, it feels like we've been married longer than five years, like way longer. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, how, long, how long were y'all together before y'all got married? Uh, two, two years. Two years? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That takes a toll. That's that's how that's how I am with Cortland whenever our anniversary comes up. Like, we're celebrating X amount of years married, but we've been together for, what, 11 years now? Jesus, Almost 12. Yeah. <laughs> been a minute. Time is a flat circle. That's a fact. <laughs> um, so, right off the bat, I'll ask you. Shout uh, out Russ Cole. <clears throat> how has uh, how do you feel like you've evolved starting off? You know, being a full time podcaster now. Well, I've definitely gotten better at handling my alcohol on episodes. One hundred percent. You rubbed off on me there for a while because the episodes ran long. Uh huh. That'll happen. <laughs> they yeah, ran very. When you start long. getting heavy handed, that'll happen. And then. Speech just gets slurred. Oh, yeah. I have a natural lisp, though. Shout out to nobody for saying anything to me throughout this part. That was my biggest fear coming on was I'm going to get raked for my lisp. But now nobody's laid into me, and I appreciate that. Honestly, that's probably where our one-star rating came from. That could be it. Dude just got a real niche for lisp. And I'm, I tell you what, I'm gonna go extra hard on it today. <laughs> oh, but yeah, how, special how, guest Mike Tyson. Is it is it everything you thought it would be, or did you think, or did it turn out to be more? Oh yeah, uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. It's been everything that I wanted it to be, and then some. Especially when we started getting into the video content and realizing the grind of having to not only schedule guests but schedule times where we can all get together the hours that go into recording 
the appreciation I grew for your editing, like having to cut down a two and a half hour recording into an hour and a half, maybe like that, especially when I'm trying to link it to the videos. That was when I was really like, wow, this dude's, he's been doing this for a minute and kudos to you. I appreciate it. I mean, it's easy to get off track. I mean, y'all hear us get off track all the time, but you don't want to, I always say you want a podcast episode to run the drive to work and the drive from work. If it lasts any longer than that, uh, which for Brittany, it should. I was going to say it depends on where you're, where you're driving to work, too. It takes Brittany 10 minutes to get to work. Mm-hmm. She's still working on two episodes ago. Yeah, Cortland was uh, laying into me about the music bracket uh, the other day, and I was like, you wait, wait hold on. <laughs> How far back are you? Which, I mean, you know, people find out about the podcast, and they'll start from the beginning and work their way up. We did, James and Bubba's episode was our 50th episode. That's a lot. If you would have told me that I would be doing 50 episodes of this podcast when I first started, no chance. I'd have probably laughed in your face. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But that, no, that's my credit. Like, I'm not taking any credit for this, though. The people that listen, that keep engaging with us, and the people that want to come on the show... That's what keeps me going. No doubt. I love the interactions we get. Yeah. Like I always say, a like and a share, that means a lot to me and Shane because we're going to interact with your post. No doubt. The people that comment, especially on the bracket challenges, let me tell you, those bracket challenges were fun. They were fun, and I've gotten a lot of backlash on a lot of our picks, and my go-to phrase is, well, that was what we were supposed to do. It's it's meant to entice you. It's it's supposed to get you riled up. Yeah. I mean, our, our friend Sterling points out things that we miss, and that's the kind of stuff we like because mm-hmm. it, it makes us better. Yeah. Uh, it, it's constructive criticism. But it's just, you know, all the work it takes, you, you get tired, you get bogged down, and then if you have, like, a bad episode numbers-wise, you're kind of, mm, what, you know. What was different? What did we do? What, yeah. How do we fix it? Yeah, and then... If nobody chimes in, guess what? We just figure it out. Yeah. Pick yourselves up and keep going. And that's one thing I've learned through this whole process is just to pick yourself up and keep going. Um, don't get down. Somebody's going to listen to it eventually. And it seems like we've got a lot of latecomers to the game. Like, they ju- they're they just now catching mm-hmm. on to the pod. And they're coming in, at, a ri- they're coming in at the right time, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things... You know, we said season three was going to look different, and it has looked different. Uh, we've done a lot of different things, but there's more things coming. A lot of things. That's, uh, before we, you know, go further in the episode, I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all, uh, you know, there's usually about a month in between seasons. Uh, Shane and I have, Shane just moved into a home. We're going to let him get settled, uh, spend time with the family, and Brittany and I have vacations booked. We want to spend time with each other because, you know, contrary to belief, this content creation does cut into a lot of our family time. And <clears throat> we made the tough decision to uh, take Cancel about two. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not canceling yet. Um, we just decided to take about a two-month break and just kind of rejuvenate and cross some T's and dot some I's on some other things that we're working on. And these two months is going to 
give us time to do so. And, you know, we... And it also helps getting everything in order. It'll... It's going to benefit us next season more so because we're going to have more time to prepare, more time to line everything up where it needs to be. Yeah, and there, like I said, there's different things that are – things are about to change. Um, we're really excited about. There's people and things. That's all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> um, we did we did talk the other day. We are – you know, in the couple of months that we're going to be off, we're going to come in and do a couple of Hey, How You Doing podcasts. Just checking in with y'all, filling you in on our adventures that we're taking through the summer. And uh but other than that, you know, it'll it'll be late August before we come back. We there still is the season finale after this episode, but we just wanted to talk to y'all and talk to each other about how we've felt through this season and it's been everything I hoped it'd be. See, I said season three is gonna be a game changer and it's been a game changer. It's been yeah, a game changer. That's that's a very good way of putting it. I've had a, I guess, kind of an eye-opening experience coming into it. I guess when I first started out, I was thinking, all right, what are we going to be doing? Just interviewing different people from around Walker County and getting to know people that before this, I probably more than likely wouldn't have crossed paths with or gotten to, to speak with for more than maybe five or ten minutes. So that's been eye-opening. And then also just seeing how fun and engaging this is and the the relationships you build off of it. Yeah. I mean, the people like I was already friends with, like seeing you just buddy up with them too. That's like, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted, man. Like you just to and talk get about, out there and meet those great people that I've already known. Yeah. You, and that's probably been one of the most beneficial things about my transition back home has been like one of the questions coming in was, you know, where am I going to fit in? with everybody back home because everybody's been here the entire time I've been away. I kind of feel like a transplant now, like born and raised, grew up here six, four till I die, you know, (laughs) but that time off, it'll, it'll make you question things, but coming back in and you giving me the opportunity to come on here with you, getting to meet all these people, all the, the guests that we've interviewed relationships that I guess there were, there were small, uh, sparks have now, now grown into full flames I love that. Yeah, like, you know, with Jordan's episode, we'll kind of look back on this season. Like, with Jordan's episode, y'all talking about driving through England and stuff. Yeah, so like, that's, an, uh, that's a great point, golly. I'm glad you did that. Like, there were several interviews where, like, you would text me somebody, like, hey, you know, we're interviewing so-and-so this week. Like, Jordan, for instance. I, I had no idea who Jordan was. Full disclosure, looked him up on Facebook trying to get some kind of info, and I was just like, ah, oh, dude, I don't know what me and, like, this is going to be Drake and him talking, and I'm just going to have to randomly chime in. And then get in here, and like you said, you know, we had similar experiences. Finding those like those similarities in each guest was amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, uh, with Justin Ware, like he's a Cordova boy, we're door boys. That's something you can just feed off each other on. And on top of that, everybody that's come on here, Yin and Yang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody that's came on here, like I view it in high standings. Like they're good people. Um, you know. I, I always say, as long as I'm the shittiest person in the room, it's going to be a good podcast. Except for that Dylan Reeves guy. Uh, well, that he was Dil- last season, but... Oh, well, we'll cut that. <laughs> no, nah, we won't cut that. <laughs> this is going to be unedited pod today. Ooh. Because, uh, you know, we're just here to talk, baby. God. We're closing out the season. But, you know, we'll see each other through these two months, but... Talk about, like I said earlier, something so long ago, also seeming so yeah. soon, I guess, what, would no- be the way of putting it. November-ish. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, was it really? No. Golly, dude. Time flies, but time is also feeling really like dragged out, too. I don't know. Somebody explain that for me. We uh, need a big brain in here. You know, like with Matt Skulls, we just we talked about music most of that episode. Yep. Matt's Matt's super talented on the grill. And uh we were we were gonna try to pay homage to uh a lot of healthcare workers this go around and it just didn't happen the way I wanted to. And I will you know, people ask me, it's like, Hey, when am I coming on? After I've kind of initiated contact, I'm like, Look, I've got like four pages of mm. people and I'm just trying to work my way through them and be fair to everybody. So it's usually it's usually like booking a season ahead almost. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it, it, honestly, it kind of comes down to like, not, not to be, God, this might sound insensitive, but like if we just had a healthcare worker on and we go three more, like back to back to back, yeah, at scheduling and all that, like, Impl- you run into you run into a conundrum there of, or not a conundrum, but a, is it a conundrum? Yeah. Okay. And, and plus, <laughs> big brain right here. We made a, we made a lot of progress in co- through COVID quicker than I thought we would too. Like things just like all of a sudden was a bama. They're back, That's and all of a sudden nobody really wants to talk about it anymore. So, yeah, but I still want find a new cause. I still want healthcare workers to come on because I'm a healthcare worker, and you know, it just makes for a good talk. Um, but we'll still like if if you're listening, and I've told you I want you on. There's still next season. There's gonna be next season. I like that. And season four, it's guaranteed. Like that, yeah. Um, but I just uh. First off, severe ADHD, baby. Like, mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing yesterday, and I'm going to forget it today. And luckily, that's why, I, like, I text Shane every time something happens. That way, if I forget, it's I can there. go back. In, I, I can go back. See, you're smart enough to remember that it's in the text thread sometimes. I'll just flat out forget. Yeah. Shane and I do have to stay on each other about multiple things. Oh, yeah. Um it's that's just a, that's 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 credit to two ADHD boys just figuring out a way. Yeah, and you know, like uh, you know, somebody brought up why do you have certain repeat guests, and that's because they're friends, like good friends that I want on every single season, no matter and they're evolving. if I'm fully booked or not. Yeah, they're evolving. You know, like uh, our season finale. Not going to spoil that one right now. The last time both of them were in here, things have drastically changed for both of them since they were here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Like, especially like you said, you know, close friends, you know, people in our core group. If something big or major is coming for them, yeah, we're absolutely going to get them in to get our side or our, our conversation with them out to promote whatever big thing they've got going on. Yeah, like to re- shed light on it. Like Ricky, Ricky's changed jobs and he's starting a new journey now in bar- in the world of barbecue. The last time he was on here, that wasn't where he was at in life. Hey, and mark my words, Ricky's going to put Alabama on the map for barbecue. I People hope so. disrespect Alabama when it comes to barbecue. We're kind of the forgotten ones because we take a little bit from everybody, like Ricky said, and make it our own. Ricky's going to be that dude that puts us on the map. I can feel it. Yeah. Mark it down. What's today? Today's date. Mark it down. Whenever yeah. you're listening to this, grab June a pen. June the ninth. Grab a pen. Six nine. Hey, hey, nice. nice. Should I just oh, this title is, this episode nice? This is perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, this has worked. Like I've had the end of the season mapped out because I'll be going across the country a uh, couple of weeks from release of this. Where are you headed? Gellerstone. Ooh, that's gonna be nice. For for a whole, what is that? For a whole week. 
So y'all are leaving the... 23rd. 23rd. Coming back the 30th. That's going to be perfect. It's not going to be freezing cold, but it's still going to be scenic and just... Oh, dude. Well, let I'm, me tell I'm you, envious. though. The one thing, like, I'm super excited about the vacation, but I've counted the amount of days off I get. I'm going to be completely off work. The uh, The Sunday that we come back where I thought I was going to have to go to work is July the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> Way to snake one right there, Bubba. Way to snake so one. I'm going to be off work for pretty much two weeks straight. God, you can't beat that. Because I'm taking off uh, the Tuesday night since we're flying out Wednesday. But yeah, I just I don't want to be dead flying across the country. So I, just, I was like, I need that night off so I can pack and make sure I have everything because I don't want to put that all on Brittany, even though she is the organized one of this family. That makes sense. Now, I will say, if you go across the ponds, you're going to want to be dead for that. Yeah, I don't know how. I'm, I'm, I hate flying. I think we were, I don't know, did, uh, during the, uh, movie brackets, or maybe it was the music bracket, that, uh, documentary, or not documentary, but the movie about Queen, I think we were discussing that, or Bohemian about to, Rhapsody. Some, yeah, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, yeah, I think we were about to discuss that, or whatever, my one, like, gripe about that movie is how good it was, and the fact that I couldn't sleep for two and a half hours on our flight to England because of that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not a flying guy. I'd rather drive, like I drove to South Dakota and we're going to be like two states away from that. I'm like, I've done it before. I don't want to do it again anytime soon, but. I think my, th- tell me if this makes sense, all right? Flying is way more convenient, Yeah, without a doubt. It, it's a little bit more expensive. Unless, uh, you lose, unless they lose your luggage. I No, that's fair, that's fair. But. I would absolutely, like, if I was going to go to Virginia, say, I want to make that drive. I don't want to fly to Virginia because no. I want to drive up the East Coast. Like, that's that's a nice drive. If I'm going to Nevada, guess what? Flying. Yeah. Got, got no desires of hitting 20 West ever again. <laughs> uh, I would say even, like... Maybe Ohio. I'm mm, no, nope. Because I've drove to Kentucky before, and that is miserable. Yeah, when we so hit probably Cincinnati. gonna hop a flight there. Yeah, we we hit Cincinnati, and I was like, mm, I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. So what I'm saying here is, I'm all for driving if I'm going up the coast. Yeah. I mean, Middle America is not bad except for Kansas. But have you ever been to Kentucky? It's Kentucky it's, technically it's, middle America it's though. Bad. I'm talking about middle America. So you're talking like Oklahoma, yeah, Kansas, okay, Kansas, Iowa. Nebraska, Iowa. Okay, yeah. like dead central. All right, uh, that's fair. But uh, yeah, Every we're time, uh, we're going out there for a week, man. I'm I'm stoked. Like that's gonna be amazing. Because as soon as we come back, we'll have July the fourth week. But guess what's the next Friday on July the ninth? Season five. Co Wetzel, baby. Oh. When does season five of Yellowstone come out? Is it five or six? I don't know. I it's five. four. No, it's four. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. Trust you. Season four. Pretty stoked Anyways, about that too. Co Wetzel. Yeah. Live at Avondale. That's gonna be amazing. Can't wait. We did this a uh, couple of weeks ago. We we went to our first concert since COVID. Oh yeah. Holy shit. It was weird, wasn't yeah. it? Oh my god, what a time it was. It was like gr- Great concert. Muscadine Bloodline did not disappoint. But you could tell, like, just based on the crowd for, like, the first probably 30, 45 minutes. Nobody knew how to act. That was the first time anybody had been, like, 
in that big of a scene with a lot of people since COVID started because it looked like a funeral for like the first 45 minutes. Well, and to be fair to the opener, like we didn't know who she was. Hey, I, she played some box. To my credit, I looked her up on Spotify <laughs> while we were waiting to go in. So I don't think she played a single song she had on Spotify, though. And that was kind of disappointing. She played, well, her she played her single, yeah. But when Muscadine Bloodline came out, it was like just, I felt free again. Oh, 100%. Uh, because, you know, we spent a I don't remember which year. one it was, but one of them was like, we don't give a shit about COVID, y'all. Let's go get up. Yeah. And that that was like, that was the mood changer. Once once everybody kind of got on that page, it was like, all right, we're at a concert. Here we go. It felt, it just, it felt good. I mean, leaning up against a rail, listening to good music that we love. Um, Hammering beers. Shane. <laughs> Shane's got it. Shane was trying to clear the menu at Avondale. I'm I'm doing it for Co. You can't do that. At a, that was listen. That's my fault. I I picked the wrong time, the right place, but the wrong time to do it. You can't clear. You can't take down the menu at a Muscadine concert. But it's Co, fresh out of COVID. Fresh out of COVID. But Co is more of a sad boy than Muscadine Bloodline is. Well, exactly, and that's why you hammer when Honey Pain hits. Oh boy, I'm I'm taking at least four of them down during that song. I might not leave the bar while the while he's performing Honey Paint if he performs Honey Paint. It was just, and they even said on their podcast uh, that show that Saturday night show is in their top five or ten of shows of all time. I I think, like I said, I think the you know we don't give a damn about COVID, y'all. Like let's go. That I think it was it was Charlie. I'm almost a hundred percent. Yeah, that moment changed it, and it went from like I said just dead to a live action we're at a concert and everybody was up jumping around like it was amazing it was well, beautiful we were even a little laggy on it because we were just like sitting because we didn't know how to how to act and then these this group of people stood up in front of us i was like well shit all of a sudden i can't see definitely no britney can't see yeah shout out to whoever got us those tickets putting us right on the rails <laughs> shame <laughs> i mean <laughs> I was okay with it. Like there, there was, was nobody in front of us. I had one dude coming up beside me. He's like, "Come on, man! I know you can sing. You sing with me, man." I was like, first off, I don't know who the hell you are." <laughs> I, I was, was like, "I was telling Corlin about that." I was like, "I don't know if Drake enjoyed the concert as much as I did because he had this kid beside him that was just heckling him pretty much the entire time." I was like, "I think if me and you would have swapped places, like you'd probably have a new best friend." That section would have went like we were already having a good time. But I think we might have got the main stage turned directly to us. Yeah. Had had me and you swapped places. Yeah. Because me and that boy would have put on a show. He had a decent little mullet on him too. He did. I mean, it was just, you know, I know it was like COVID's getting close to being over. It's our first concert back. But at the same time, I was like, dude, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know where you've been. Get up at my grill. <laughs> and now he was. He was. He was very friendly. I mean, he was a very super nice guy. He's one of those close talkers. I feel like he was one of those that didn't know how to handle his alcohol. Well, see, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to how much, how frequent he was consuming, but you, you kind of get a feel that he might have had a little bit pre-show. Yeah. And then came in half blitzed yeah. and just went ahead and went full. I did I did throw an SMD at a guy. Okay. And, uh, he took it better than I thought he was. I thought I was about to get into a fight. But I was walking to get a beer, and he was like, hey, man, nice shirt, because I was wearing a shirt that said, Whiskey Myers is a rock and roll band. He stuck out his hands like, hey, man, nice shirt. And 
He's like, you like them Texas boys, don't you? I was like, yeah. I was like, my favorite band of all time. And uh, he was like, are they a rock and rant, a rock and roll band though? Really? And I was like, yeah. I'm like they're southern rock. They're yeah. not country. He's like, oh, they're more country. And I just kind of hit him with a subtle. Mm, if you think otherwise, SMD. Yeah. Let's have a more wrong opinion. You yeah. can't. <laughs> like, he just kind of he laughed it off, and I was like, okay, good. Yeah. I'm not getting into a fight tonight. <laughs> I don't know what to tell this guy. Like. <laughs> If you're listening, you you were wrong, bud. He's probably only heard ballad of a Southern man in stone, to be honest. That's it, yeah. Yeah. He but, he knows Whiskey Myers from Yellowstone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're a fan, you're a fan dope, but if you go way back in the archives and stuff, they're a Southern rock band, they're not a country band. I talk about Whiskey Myers too much. We're not gonna talk about the day. <laughs> Get but on a soapbox. It was a it was a hell of a time though, man. Like and then we were gonna go try to check out that neon moon and they were lined around the block. I don't remember that. <laughs> was this while I was solving race relations in downtown Birmingham? Yeah. Okay. There was, there was this family in a limo. No, it wasn't family. They were not family. I remember that part. They were all friends. Okay. And their well, sons had sent them out for Mother's Day. Oh, Shout yeah, out to their the sons. Limo. Shout out to their sons. That's a, that's a pro move right there. Crazy how you remember that, but not driving past Neon Moon and me and saying, nah, screw it, we're going, we're going home. That's well, probably because I was hanging out the window talking to a limo full of moms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for... To put it PG, three or four red lights. Oh yeah, they couldn't they couldn't get away. And I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think they were feeling the boy. Drunk Shane is my favorite Shane. Sometimes, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, super friendly. And uh, I don't meet a stranger. Yeah, we that was a hell of a night. Um, I knew it was going to be a good day when we went to, when we got into Saul Soul Kitchen, and it wasn't packed, and there was somewhere to sit because. Nine times out of ten, that doesn't happen. You don't pull up to Saul's Soul Kitchen and have somewhere to sit inside. I think it was because, uh, oh, daggummit. What was that little barbecue thing? Or not barbecue. Oh, Porky's Pride. That they had set up right outside. Yeah. yeah. They weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really sad about that. Porky's Pride's dope. I think a lot of people were just banking on them, like getting up and running and just wait. Because when we pulled through there looking for a place to park, yeah. they had a line. And I just want to point out that you and Brittany crushed salads before we went up, before we started drinking. That's a pro move. That's how you take down a menu. See, I'd I'll fa- do the same thing before go. <laughs> see, I'd fasted all day because I was like, we're eating somewhere good. But see, all right, so listen, the thought process on that is really simple. If you know you're about to get into heavy drinking, what's more than likely going to happen? Probably going to have to pull a puke and rally. Mm-hmm. You know what you don't want to be throwing up? Strands of barbecue. Well, I didn't eat barbecue. Pulled pork. That's going to hurt you. I ate fried chicken, baby. That's going to hurt you even worse. Oh, no doubt. 100%. Let me tell you. Hey, right now, I'm you. You're the guy that thinks Whiskey Myers is country. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say this. You know how there's like this ultimate chicken sandwich war going on right now, like amongst all the restaurants? Oh, yeah. I'm familiar. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, all that. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, the best chicken sandwich... In the state of Alabama, I don't know about elsewhere because I haven't really had elsewhere's, is Saul's Sweet Tea Chicken Sandwich. It did look, it did look mighty delicious. It is crunchy and delicious. Yeah. Now, I mean, if I'm going With there, white sauce on it too? Oh, that, the Alabama white sauce is unbeatable. Yeah. Unbeatable. You can't touch it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going like, you know, just for a place to eat, that's probably what I'm going to get. Yeah. That's what I, like, I've had like different things from there. 
But if I look at the menu and I'm just overwhelmed, I put the menu down. I'm like, I'm just getting sweet tea chicken. That's fair. I mean, that, that was the first time I'd been to Solace, too. Really? So, uh-huh. The juke joint over in Crestwood is dope. Soul Kitchen's dope, too. But it's all, I mean, it's all good. Even like Saul's Barbecue down in, uh, off in Oxmoor in Homewood. <sighs> I see, the last time I was there, I just got a uh, smoked chicken sandwich with white sauce. And I was like, Phew. they know what they're doing here. Alabama, like you said, Alabama don't get the barbecue love it deserves. That's what I'm saying. I think Ricky, I think Ricky's gonna be our uh, our loudest spokesperson for it. I mean, he know he's been to different places. I mean, you could literally things. say it's in his blood. <laughs> I mean, kind of born into the one of the best barbecue restaurants we got around. Oh, not one of. It's the yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But that was a hell of a time. It just like I said, it just felt it felt good hearing music come out of something other than my phone. Could not agree more. And there's mm, a live concert with with a good band. Top three best places you can be. Oh, I thousand percent agree. Okay, good deal. Um, especially one we love as much as Musket on Bloodline. Mm-hmm. That was something we've we've bonded over quite yeah. a bit because uh, you know we listen to their podcast and. We both expressed our sadness when they kind of stopped it there for a while, but I mean, then, made then when they said they took they a break the just road. to spend time with the family, I was like, oh shit, I don't know why I'm mad because we're about to do the same thing. <laughs> I just, I do need to throw out, uh, if you have the opportunity to go to a Miranda Lambert concert, save your money. It's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. god awful. Zero out of 10, would not recommend. Now, did you see the superstars that showed up at her bar? Opening the other night. Well, also, yeah. what's what the hell's going on in Nashville? If you're just a country artist, you open up a bar. I mean, make that money. She ain't <laughs> played in perfect right there. She ain't making it from concerts. What? She's not getting. Take that back. She's not getting repeat customers at concerts. Well, let's talk about the Marfa tapes though. Oh, the Marfa tapes is fire. Oh, I, I think I literally yeah. texted you. I wish. Oh no, we're playing pool at your new house. That's it. I wish she performed as good as her tapes are. Yeah, or her I records, agree. because I love Miranda Lambert, the artist. I hate Miranda Lambert, the performer. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I put that poetically. That's <laughs> nice. Shout out to me. But dude, like I've got a got, full bill of concerts. Jack Ingram, yes, super underrated. That was one of the. That was just like a a group put together, and I haven't been excited as excited about that one as I have since the uh, or since the Panhandlers. Oh yeah, yep, love that too. That God. was a great album, and I still listen to it a lot. William Clark Green, Josh Abbott, uh, who's the other two? Bowman, John Bowman, Wade Bowman, Wade, Wade Bowman. Bowen, and I can't remember. I can't remember who the fourth is. I don't know. It's just a great album. That's a either way, fantastic album. It's just yeah, y'all have heard me talk about Miranda Lambert concerts before. I didn't like it. Nah, it's. I mean, listen. I wore a Blake Shelton baseball jersey to a Miranda Lambert concert, and this is how I knew like her fans zero backbone. I remember this was fresh off the divorce too. I remember when you sent us a picture of that. It was like, boys, I might die tonight, and I was like, that's a lot of balls there. Cause. I mean, I was walking in. I, I thought I was walking into hostile territory. That I mean, her and Blake Shelton's divorce was a hot topic. Yeah, and she's she's performing in Bossier City. I went on Blake Shelton's website. I was looking for a T-shirt. Saw the baseball jersey and was like, man, that's more money than I should spend, but that is an electric jersey and I need it. <laughs> Pop that bad boy on thinking, no doubt, I'm at worst, I'm going to get into a fight. 
At best, I'm going to get into a strong argument. Nobody said I had more compliments on the jersey than I did disagreements with it. Hey, that's how you know you're doing the right thing. You know, I'm just out here trying to spread awareness. Blake Shelton won the divorce. But you know, uh, we both have bought concert tickets out the ass here in the past few weeks. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to see Parker yeah, uh, the 19th. I'm pretty jealous of that one. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Got a dope-ass silk shirt for that one. <laughs> Didn't realize it was silk when I ordered it. Boy, it came in, threw that thing on. That's going to be a recreational shirt. We would be going to that one if we weren't leaving for Yellowstone two days later. Mm-hmm. And then we got Co. Yep. And that's that's my birthday party. Whenever whenever Morgan decides to announce his first performance. The TikTok I, of the dude slamming down the credit yep. card to get out of there. <laughs> that's why I was texting you like, I hope it's somewhat close to Alabama so I don't have to spend a fortune to go to it. But that first show back, no doubt. Let's see. And then, then I start my Whiskey Myers run in uh, in August. Yeah, you got them at the Ryman, right? <sighs> no, bro. I'm starting at uh, I'm starting at Avondale. You've got tickets there. Yep, too, yep. right? Yeah. I thought I thought the okay. So Avondale's going... in August, and then you've got <clears throat> we've got New Orleans with Whiskey Myers and Cody Jinks Ooh, in New right, Orleans. That's right. That's and right. then then we've got the Ryman the next week. That's gonna be. That's going to be insane. I'm going from New Orleans to Nashville back-to-back weekends. I'm I'm more jealous about the rhyming. My liver is going to hate me. That's a fact. And then we've got Firewater Fest, which is a Whiskey Myers Festival in Kansas City at the end of September. So it's like bam, 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 bam. And I'm I'm here for it. I don't care if they change the set list, baby. <laughs> I have been... <laughs> I've I've been to a Whiskey Myers concert for 11 straight years, and last year was the first year I missed. Well, I mean, you had no choice, but you didn't have a Whiskey Myers show. So I was like, I'm just going to make up for the next five years right here in <laughs> two months. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. I mean. You never know when you're going to hit with a global pandemic. Well, you know, they uh, they came out and announced the other day that there was a, some kind of strange bird flu in, uh, in China. Like one person's got it. Read this book before. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've heard this before. It all started with a chick eating a bat, and all of a sudden, here we are, a year later, coming out with the chains off, baby. Yeah, sh- so tell me if I'm just stupid or not. Didn't realize it until today. Stopped by Taco Bell. Got me a quesadilla. The 2020 quarter has two bats on it. Yeah. I think we've talked. I think you and me have talked about that. Was that? Because... W- so do do coins come out like new vehicles where you get a 2021 in 2020? So like did the 2020 quarter start production in 2019? And if so, buddy, I've got some conspiracy talk. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about that. You know, there, there's always been, there's been variants, and that's why they're staying vigilant and stuff. I'm like, don't let them in the country. If it's in another country, why the f*** are you going to let them in? <laughs> Fair enough. I like it. But then that's like, you know, it it starts a whole political war, and I'm not about those. But I feel like uh, we we feel free again. We're getting to do the things we love. We can go into places and enjoy life. I ain't worn a mask in two months. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm just, I'm I'm on the side of I think I still have antibodies, so I'm just hey, you know what I'm gonna put it to the test. Do I have them? Let's find out. I'm gonna go into this random gas station. Mm-hmm. That undoubtedly hasn't been cleaned since 2013. Yeah. Let's see if I get COVID. I have to wear a mask at work. Now, is that the proper way? Absolutely not. No. 
I'm I'm being about as unsafe as a person can be in regards to to COVID. But strong but hadn't caught it again. So I'm of the belief that I still have antibodies in there working. Well, you know, like uh I have to wear a mask at work. Mm-hmm. Like that's if I don't, I get in trouble. So I, I and I do respect the patients. That's that's the other thing. All our patients are at risk. Like, you know, I, what if I, I, I might have been lying a little bit? I will wear one into an establishment until someone says that's not required. And then I'm Usain Bolt getting that thing off my face. (laughs) Now, like you said, the past couple of months, if I've gone into Walmart or something, I'm not wearing a mask. But I've never been one to like somebody right in my face anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know too many people like, that are like Jackson. Will be playing with me, and he'll get like right in my face. I'm like, bro, don't. <laughs> like ever since he was a kid, you know, it's just or a baby, you know. It's like I just I don't like people right in my face. I saw something. Uh, I think it was a meme. It's on Facebook. I was like, oh, once COVID's like officially over, can we keep this six foot rule in place? Because I'm really yes. liking this. And, and the good thing about me is everything I like to do doesn't re- require people right on top of you the whole time. Minus concerts. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but fishing and golf. Like, I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Like, there's always a mall between mine and your tee balls. That's fair. Yeah, I, I hit it a long way. Whether it's wayward or one of us is longer <laughs> than the other. <laughs> yeah, we can't seem to get cart golf down when we're riding together. Mm. We're we're spraying both sides of the fairway. We're a terrible team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whoever made this matchup, just fire them. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know. I'm just I'm glad it's coming towards the end of it and I, I wish people wouldn't still be so woke, I guess is the right word what about everything like you know mass shaming like come on man. Yeah, I never understood that. I never understood that part then, of it like and then these the people that felt the need to belittle or try to like humiliate somebody because they weren't wearing one. I, I didn't understand that. It's like the other night we were talking at work about how like certain cities are still just shut down completely and how like people in the South, like Alabama, Florida, whatever, they're kind of open. You know, Gatlinburg and Florida never really shut down anyway. No, Florida was a straight lawless land. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were talking about how these people are like, oh, you're not wearing a mask and blah, 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 shame on you. And I just was, I was like, you know what, if somebody said that to me, I'm like, how's your mental health? Are you happy right now? Because guess what? I am finally for the first time in a year. No, I mean that's 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 a very fair and true way of putting it. Another thing, me and a buddy of mine, uh, back at Barksdale, we always talk about it. We were constantly watching the numbers, like on the the CDC charts, yeah. and always comparing. Like, yo, why isn't Florida's numbers spiking? Somebody like. Break this down because, as we just said, Florida was lawless. They didn't. Yeah. There was no shutdown. No like major mass. No, mandates. we went to Florida right in the middle of it. But numbers stayed on par or below everyone else. And the same thing like when Texas was like, "Yo, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fully open up again. Screw this." Everybody's like, "Oh, Texas numbers are about to spike." Never did. Never did. And then all the places that were locked down was where it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Which. To be fair, most of those places are highly, highly congested. I mean, Texas, Florida is pretty open if you think about it. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. But large, but open. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad it's, we're at the tail end of it and things are getting back to normal. For sure. For sure. Because when we started there and I lost it, now I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get it back while you talk. Because when we started, you know, this season, it was in doubt, like, what are we going to get to do this year? Where are we going to get to go? And now it's just pretty much like Yellowstone. There's some of the things we were looking at that they're still like just in phase one, which to be fair too, they're pretty much shut down during the winter. Nobody goes to Wyoming and Idaho and Montana in the winter. No, you got to live there. That's yeah. it. It's not fun. Mm-mm. I don't want to be standing in three feet of snow. No, that's something you got to be born into. Nobody just goes out seeking that. I hate snow, if we're being honest. I like it occasionally. Bro, when I lived in Tennessee and came out to 11 inches of snow one morning, I was pissed. I mean, that's fair. Did you expect it, or did it just like... Oh, no, I knew it was coming because my dad made me leave early. Oh, that's so I could on, that's on you, then. That's on you. If you knew it was coming, you can't get mad about it. I mean, I just I hate it that much. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. No, I, like I said, I like it occasionally. It's just like, it's a fun change of pace, especially being from here. But there's no no chance. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with it. There's no chance I could live in a state where like four out of the 12 months, you you just have a constant two to three foot of snow. The only thing difference is they're prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, like, if we get eight inches of snow, the state shuts down. Yeah. Like, if you live somewhere up north, you know, like East Coast or Montana, North Dakota and all that, you're still functioning. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of it being so cold that four foot of snow just hangs around. Yeah. That but sounds miserable. We'll get back on topic. Um, you know the... Oh, the, we have topics? Yeah. We, well, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the bracket challenges that we did. Mm-hmm. That was kind of just a one-off thing, and then our numbers on that episode alone were just like really high. Yeah, it kind of showed us like, okay, people are really interacting when like they just want to let us know that we're wrong. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Guess what we're going to do? Hammer it. <laughs> uh, just like we did two movie brackets. That's because people were like, yo, y'all really missed. And then, and then now we're going to have to do another one sometime down the road because people are like, Y'all still miss these movies. Oh, and like we talked about Sterling earlier when he chimed in about Tombstone, I'll let you know, y'all thought I rode uh, rode Pearl Harbor too hard? Oh, buddy. Buddy, I'd ride Tombstone like freaking Wyatt Earp rode that horse. Yeah, there you go. I like that. There, baby. Because Shane Murray is my friend. Yeah, I would consider Drake Pittman a a pretty close companion. My Huckleberry. Oh, I'll be Huckleberry. Huckleberry. You know, (laughs) Like Tombstone Space Jam. When you're sitting there thinking of 64 movies, you're going to miss some. Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. Contrary to popular belief, a lot more than 64 movies out there. (laughs) Yeah. Just north of it. You know, we put our Elite Eight into the second bracket, and (laughs) one from the Elite Eight that didn't win ended up winning the whole damn thing. Ironic how that works. And also, you know, it's a lot of luck and... Chance happened to come into it. A lot of coin flips. A lot of coin flips. But that was so fun. Like, you know, you get different people in here. Like, we had Corey Pounders in here for the music bracket. Like, I knew when we said we're going to do a music bracket, I was like, I got to have Corey over here. Because, A, I respect his taste in music really, really big time. Very well versed in all genres. All genres. And... And then with the movies, uh, they came over. But it was fun <laughs> to have my brother on here because, A, I knew I, 
we would give each other shit the whole time. And if anybody, or we were on the same page because we grew up the same way. I I loved having Gantley. Like we'll have him over next season just to, uh, you know, talk about our childhood because there was so much crazy shit we did in Empire together growing up. To the shock of no one. Like I have, me and Cantley have scars from each other. Like uh, always, you know. Well, I'm sure we'll dig into the story when he comes over, but. I have a scar in the middle of one of my tattoos because I was sitting on my bed playing Xbox. Cantley comes in with a pellet gun with a sawed-off golf tee loaded in the pellet gun because we figured out that it would shoot out of the pellet gun. Perfect size. Cantley shot me, and it stuck in the back of my arm. And I Again, to the shock of no one. (laughs) Dad had to get pliers and pull the golf tee out of my arm. (laughs) So, you know, like I've got a permanent scar right in the middle of one of my tattoos. And, uh, like, we just, we did crazy shit. And, like, you know, growing up, watching movies with our dad, who means the absolute world to us, it was just fun to have him over. Because I knew we'd, like, the Goonies. Like, I wanted, I really wanted to pick the Goonies in that movie bracket. But Aladdin, I think it was against Aladdin. That's a tough, that's a tough matchup. It's a tough matchup. And, again, it comes, that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to the matchups you randomly draw. Yeah. If we'd have just drawn movies out of a hat, which technically that's what that's we did. That's pretty anyway. much what we did, yeah. <laughs> but the discussion in the first rounds are what's fun to me because we really break down the movies, especially with Juicy's uh, expertise. Yeah. Really, I was super butthurt when y'all haven't seen Stand By Me, though. Have you watched it yet? No. Okay. Nope, still haven't. Although, I will say, and it's probably because, yeah, them NSA boys doing their job. CIA, FBI, whoever it is. CDC. I've seen so many either GIFs, memes, some sort of material from Stand By Me since we'd recorded that episode. Yeah. Like, honest, more so than I'd seen in my life. We'll just have a movie night. You'll, we'll watch it. And I'm just going to sit there and wait for you to just be like, that's actually a really damn good movie. I hope for your sake that that's how it goes. And not that I just like look over at you at one point and go, yo, this shit's ass. It's what were y'all talking about? Which you did a Facebook poll, and turns out that a lot of people, a lot disagree. of people had bad taste. I agree, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the bracket challenges will be back, and uh, but juicy coming over for those four brackets, four or five different brackets, checks out. That was that was huge. You know, juicy takes a lot of time out of his day to come over here. Um, you know, Juicy supports us, and we support Juicy and everything he does. His music career, like, Shane and I do our best to support him every way possible. And uh, it's been a fun season, though. Like, it's it's gone better than I thought because I knew we were going to be trying so many different new things. And I was just like, hmm. How's this going to work? It's going to be hit or miss. But it's it's been all hits so far. And like last last week's episode with James and Bubba, like just sitting here talking wrestling, people got to know that side of me and part of you for a little bit. Yeah, um, had to dip out. Yeah, life can't life happens. Can't control family emergencies. <laughs> Things happen, and that's another thing about the pod. We're always understanding, baby. Hey, and it's just it's been a, it's been a good season, and I'm I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but at the same time, you know whatever four months worth of weeks, you know, week in, week out, we've been in here, pulled doubles and 
Been in here for hours. Literal. Hours. It's it's time for a break. You need one. You got to recharge. Yeah. Because I want to give... I, I don't want to put out a bad episode. I don't want people to uh, feel the bad energy. The, the tired energy. Big positive vibes only, guys, here. Big time. And it's just... It was. It's time for a break. You know, we've got one more episode coming out. It's our season finale. But uh, what's been what's been your highlight of the season? What's something looking back on? You're like, you know, that's not something I thought would happen coming into this. That's a tough one. There, it's a tough one. Really put me on the spot. <laughs> Had no time to collect <laughs> on that. We we're running this show with no notes today. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was Jordan's interview because that was the one that I really came in just like super uncomfortable and had no idea like what my role was going to be in the episode. And then it ended up being one of my favorites to record. Yeah. They were all fun to me. I like, I love every single interview because each one's different. And that that's, that's why I started this podcast to show that everybody in Walker County ain't the same. No, no. It, like, I mean, I liked the way that, going off what you just said, everybody's not the same, but we can still find some sort of similarity to where we all come to that, I guess, friendship or understanding of each other. Yeah. Because we went out we went out to uh, Tallulah after Jordan's episode. We just hung out. You met a few more of my friends that you hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. Because that was... Uh, I think it was like the eat on main street or eating jack whatever like all the restaurants were holding like special things and everybody was out and about but we went to trivia we went to trivia for like four weeks in a row mm-hmm. uh hosted by matt the ostrich mitchell great friend of the show and we had fun every single night we stayed out longer than we probably should have that's that's a fair assumption <laughs> that's a fair assumption but we got to talk to people and talk to the people that listen to the show more than anything because I say it a million times. The people that listen to the show, that's that's what keeps me going with this. And knowing that knowing that there's a there's support. Knowing that there's people that are enjoying what we're doing and that we're not just sitting in here babbling on and on for however long a episode takes, that people are actually, you know, enjoying what we're doing and interacting with us. Like you said, going out and meeting somebody I'd never met before and like never even seen before, and being able to, God, dude, what we I talked to Sterling for, what felt like twenty minutes, but I'm sure was an eternity. We shut twisted down that night. Yeah, and apologies, but I kind of ignored everybody else that had came in with <laughs> us because me and Sterling just got off on a tangent. Well, it happens, and I found myself in that position many times ever since I've started this, just talking to people. But that's that's what I want to that's what I want to do is just create a community. And it's amazing how far I didn't mean to cut you off right there. I'm sorry, you looked a little disappointed. <laughs> but it's amazing. I'm going. I'm going to hammer on our message. Talk to someone different than you. Somebody might look the same, but could be a completely different person. But I guarantee, you, if you start a conversation with them, you're going to find out. Okay, no, we have we have shared interests. We have similarities. All you got to do is start a conversation. That's literally all it takes. And whether it's in the podcast or when we go out, like, I don't want to be that person that's like, no, nah, I don't have time to talk to you. Like, 
people talk to us about the podcast. Guess what? We're going to talk back because their input and their thoughts are the most important thing to us. That's what drives it. Because that's what the podcast is about. Like I said, it's, it's about creating this community. And we've we've met people and people that didn't know each other, but we've kind of been the middleman. Like they've become friends and joined in different Facebook, Facebook groups or started chiming in on each other's Facebook stuff. That's what I, that's like when I saw, uh, happened in the current climate group. I can't remember all who it was, but I know it was devoted listeners of the podcast. They start chiming in on the current climate group. And I was like this right here, that this, this, this is what I wanted to happen is people from different walks of life, from different areas of Walker County, just talking and having, being friends. And I feel like I'm not going to say mission accomplished because we still got some work to do, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. We built a foundation. You know, going into Tallulah, Jasper Ball and Tap, Twisted Barley, whatever it is, I see the community. And that's that's all any of us that have started anything, whether it's a business or content or whatever in this county, that's what we wanted to do. And damn, I'm proud of us. I am too, buddy. Everybody in downtown Jasper, Walker County in general, like, I'm proud of us, baby. We're doing it. We're going to keep doing it until we we decide to hang it up. And the good thing is when we decide to hang it up, there's going to be something else. What is the, there's only, now the only way to grow is to move forward. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. You know, there'll be a day where past the jar is not a podcast, but we're growing a community and we're moving forward. Yeah. And I'm super excited about it. This has been a fun season. Super fun. I'm glad Shane's been here every week. Um, Especially moving into a new house and being a dad and a husband. Yeah. 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 It might not look like it, but these shoulders are pretty broad. <laughs> Put the whole team up here. <laughs> it's a, uh, I've, I consider this season a big success because we've done everything I set out to do. And, and anybody that's, you know, they've bought merchandise or shared a deck on Facebook post or liked a post. That's, you're what keeps me going. And, Nobody can tell me any different that I've failed because, like, this is our 51st episode. Damn. That's a lot. I just, I want to promote positivity and a growing community because now in downtown Jasper, everywhere you look, there's something new popping up. Even in Summerton, Dora, where I grew up, like, there's something new every time I go down there. Except for a conjoined toy bowl football team. Don't understand that. It's going to happen. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. Chav- Travis will will that into into motion. That's a good point. <laughs> if he if he stays if he stays on them, it might happen. Yeah, I, I thought this was the I don't know. Maybe maybe after a year or two with Chavis and realizing how much he cares about the program and the community, maybe that'll start swaying the citizens of one side to 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 see the beneficial part of the merger. Yeah. But it, it needs to happen. You know, we going back, we've we've collaborated with Nova Trifecta. Mm-hmm. Like the the TV bracket. That was so fun, dude. That was a blast. That and was then, an absolute blast. But believe it or not, like our episode, you know, our singular episode where we didn't do anything, we just talked. That was real because A, we all grew up in the same area. And we all knew each other. And we could be real. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes you kind of hold back the the letting the way you truly feel come out in certain interviews. But with those guys, like I've known Juicy and Shad since high school. I've known Kendall since high school too. It's like, and you think about high school was a long time ago for your boy. Yeah, it's been a few days. 14 years. <sighs> Couldn't be me. Only been 11. <laughs> Give me a Jack's Coffee senior <laughs> and a walking cane. Stat. What? Yeah, bringing that up. What's your take on the new Jacks? I don't like it. Oh, I'm I'm glad. Oh my God, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up Jacks. Okay, because we're here now. Here we go. Um, get on it. We went to Blue Ridge, Georgia, for mm-hmm. our anniversary. All Just right. spent a couple of night or a night away. Just getting away from everything. And uh, first off, Blue now, Ridge, is that Georgia. In South Georgia? No, no, <laughs> North way North Georgia. Oh, right up by the Blue Ridge Mountain. Yes. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Beautiful, beautiful area, I may add. <laughs> like, I, I fell in love with that place because we stayed in Men's Home. You know, you hear a lot about Men's Home, right? Like, oh, it's the Good Mountain, Alabama getaway. Okay. Let yeah. me tell you, I'll drive another hour to Blue Ridge, Georgia before I try to drive to Men's Home again. Hmm. Fair enough. But uh, Pull for the home team one time, why don't you? Sheesh. Oh, you're about to find out somebody going against the home team here in a second. But we went up there. We went to an orchard. Uh, Brittany wanted to pick strawberries. It was like a kid in a candy store. I love seeing my wife happy. Uh, you know, it makes it makes me happy when I see my wife happy. That might be the most Caucasian moment of the uh, <laughs> of the season. We went we went to the orchard. First off, their peaches this man was out there picking strawberries. Got my peaches down in Georgia. Um. Anyway, we went and picked strawberries and stuff, and just spent the day together, just enjoying each other's company and stuff. But just being out in the middle of nowhere, that's my favorite thing to do, man. Being away from everything. Speaking of Georgia peaches, he'll appreciate this. I got one. My boy Mark Cox. Avid listener. He'll enjoy that. A little Georgia peach right there. He'll know (laughs) what I'm talking about. (laughs) Do you know what my favorite part about that trip was? Like, as far as Georgia finds? What's that? Cheer wine. No, don't you dare. There's a there's a bottle right behind your head. Is there? Ow, <laughs> that's disgusting, dude. I love cheer wine. Cheer wine is one of the only sodas I like, I'll drink. Nice bottle though. I give I give packaging seven point eight. Because when I was at Lee, when now, I, hold on now, is all cheer wine made with real cane sugar, or is that just because yes. it's in a glass? No, bottle? It, all of it is. Okay. Can um, you only get cheer wine in a glass bottle? I don't know. No, it comes in. It comes in. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm making sure I wasn't thinking of something. Well, here's the thing. I, before I just flat out disrespect this drink. I, this, it, this is like shitty Dr. Pepper, right? No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Got it. When uh, when I went when I was at Lee, one of my floor mates was from uh, North Carolina, which is where cheer wine originated from. What does it taste like? It's a cherry soda. Shitty Dr. Pepper. Got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> There's 23 flavors in Dr. Pepper. Anyway, he uh he's like, hey, man, have you ever had cheer wine? And I was like, no. Was like, what the hell is cheer wine? So he gave it to me, and I was like, whew, I'm in love. So I started drinking all the time, and then they sold it in Alabama, like here, you know, in Jasper, Summerton, for a while. And all of a sudden, it disappeared. And hey, you know why? Don't even start. <laughs> but so when we go. The sale just wasn't hitting, cuz. The Apple Barn in Gatlinburg. Uh, or Pigeon Forge. Every time we go, like I get cheer wine, no matter what. But I've been like 
anti-soda. And when I saw Cheerio, I was like, I got to have one. Nostalgia. Yeah. It's it's so good to me. Uh, I love it. And so when we found it, I was like, holy shit, Cheerio. But back to the main topic here. Yeah, talk about getting off the tracks. Jesus. We were driving home. And it was one of those times where you didn't know if you were back in Alabama yet or not. Because, like, the highway signs technically said Alabama. Mm-hmm. But you know you haven't crossed, like, the Sweet Home Alabama sign yet. There was a Jax in Georgia. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Buddy. I, I was super offended. Like, take Tighten that hat up. There's one in Mississippi, too. I am super, super <laughs> offended. Dude. I, I, I told Brittany, I was like, I feel, I feel betrayed. <laughs> because Milo's got rid of their breakfast because obviously they couldn't hold up with Jax. But when I saw that Jackson, Georgia, I was kind of and realized we were still in Georgia. I was like, what happened? Where did we go wrong? Jack sold out. So let me ask you this. Is there a Milo's in Georgia or Mississippi? No, I couldn't tell you. I don't think there is. Probably not. I think I think Milo's is like pretty committed to the to the to the state. Like I know they serve to, they they make tea in Oklahoma. They have an Oklahoma place where they strictly make tea, but there's no restaurants. Hmm. Which like, I'll my, tell you where they don't make sweet tea. Whew. That's in Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> but we were driving through and I saw that Jack's and I was just I was like, I'm kinda let down. Like Milo's gave up their breakfast for a trader. I still want a Kaneka sausage biscuit. Under Jack's gravy. <laughs> God, it sounds so good. And the fact that I can't get that anymore, Milo's, what are you doing? Yeah. So, screw the numbers. <laughs> um, my favorite part of this season, to be honest, was you coming on. Like, it's just, it's brought out a different side of me, man. Uh, you know, I was real, cons- I was real conservative and. I feel like an asshole for my answer now. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you brought it, like, having you here, it's like I know I can kind of cut loose when Shane's in the room. So I was like, mm. you know, interviews don't have to be as strict I like on topic that. anymore. Like, I feel like you and me. Now, is that because am I a loose cannon? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Got you. You balance me out. Oh, nice. Nice. Because I was always super uptight in the first couple of seasons before you jumped on. And now it's just I can cut loose and have a good time and, you know, talk, have a good conversation with somebody. And our our solo episodes, like, we got deep on a few of them. We both fall back tears on a few of them. That's a fact. And that's that, that was my probably one of my favorite parts was, you know, adding in that different element of the podcast because it really it really makes you think and it really make, pulls the best out of you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fighting back tears, I want to change my answer from earlier now. Nah, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you're a part of it. Like, uh, you know, we've we've kind of slacked off on some stuff the past few weeks, but you just moved into a new house. Yeah, you know, you hit those you hit those big life changes real quick. But that, hey, to our credit, that's, that's what was it? I saw somebody posted a. Uh, if life punches you in the gut, what's your first reaction slash next step? You got to roll with it. You, know, you you can't let it be a major setback. Can't let it define you. You know, you got to take your hits, 
and move forward. Yeah. And we're going to move forward. You know, even though, and we, we've already talked about this too. We'll just let y'all know. Uh, we, we have been kind of slacking on the YouTube stuff lately, but in our off periods, we are going to put out some YouTube content. We've got some stuff that's actually ready to put, be put out soon, but you know, the podcast ain't all past the jars about and the YouTube and TikToks. Like we literally just put out a TikTok at the time of recording this. <laughs> and uh, like, we love doing stuff together, but uh, the, the video content, it does take a little more time and it's, it takes a little bit more time and a lot of it. I was, I wasn't happy with the product. Yeah. On a lot of it. We were new. It was just, you know, either the angle or quality, sound. sound, whatever it may have been. Like, I I don't want to sound like that guy, but you take pride in what you do, right? hmm And I didn't want to put out what I felt like was a subpar product because if I felt like it was subpar then anybody else could have felt like it was absolute shit. And what, and to be fair, you know, like a lot of people don't know is most of the YouTube stuff we recorded was after we have recorded a two-hour pod. Mm-hmm. You and know? That's, that's a lot of chopping and it was, uh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take full responsibility for the slack off on the YouTube stuff because, yeah, I came in and was like, yo, I want to do this. But I didn't have a I didn't have a solid plan in place. I was I was just gung ho and wanted to attack every angle. But this summer you can expect at least bi weekly TikTok or YouTube content. Yeah. Because like I said, Shane doesn't have a new house and that new house is like five minutes away. Primo location for us. <laughs> Don't ask our wives how they feel about that though. <laughs> this off period, we will be taking a break from the podcast, but we said, you know, we kind of felt a drop off in the numbers in between two and three because we didn't do anything in between. We're still going to do stuff in between this this go around. Yeah, dead air is, dead air is, well, gets its name for a reason. It's deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there'll still be video content coming out. And like I said, we'll do a couple of, hey, how you doing pods and checking in with each other. Especially after concerts and vacations, man. Like we got stories, we'll have stories to tell for sure, for sure. I feel like this season has truly been a success. I do too, buddy. I do too. It has been fun. Uh, we still got one more episode, so don't don't unsubscribe yet. <laughs> There's still one more episode to come out this season, this year. But if you do unsubscribe, resubscribe because that helps us. Yeah, it sounds it sounds ridiculous, I know, but if you'll unsubscribe and then resubscribe, it helps us. In uh, not really the the charting aspect, but it puts us in front of more eyes. Yeah, because new subscribers, or podcast content, whatever that have new subscribers, are more likely to be put on people's recommended pages. So, although you've been a may have been a subscriber from the time this started, just hitting that unsubscribe button and resubscribing puts us in front of potentially more eyes. Facts, but uh, dude, it's been a fun season. We got one more to go. I don't know how to feel about it being over. I always have like this, you know, the, the Sunday scaries. Mm-hmm. I always get those at the end of a season because I'm like, you know, now it's, believe it or not, like I'll take a break, but I'll still be planning 
Exactly. It's it's a break from releasing con or well, it's a break from releasing podcast episodes, but it doesn't mean we're taking time off from the podcast and just completely dropping it. Like okay. I said, there's still going to be more visual content that'll come out in the in the break. Yeah. And planning for the future podcast for next season. So technically, the only thing that's taking a break is the actual podcast itself. Mm-hmm. The the episodes. Yeah. But We're it's taking been, an episodic break. It's been so fun. And uh, like I said, I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you're with me on this. It's It's been a trip. It's been a blessing for me, buddy. The past four months. And it's been a lot of hours. A lot of hours. That's a fact. That's a fact. We've... We've logged some time in this here podcast room. You know, we'll take a couple of weeks, spend time with our families, and kind of rejuvenate, play some golf. There you go. Wet some lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shane beat me in a honey my my honey hole the other day. Flat out disrespectful. I had no business doing that. I feel bad about it. I felt bad the entire car ride home. <laughs> I felt bad the car ride from my house or from your house to my house. I still feel bad about it. Like that was that was wrong of me karma though because you had no business coming into my spot but <laughs> I, I do want to point out the bait that shane started catching the fish on i gave him that's that's true that is true and taught and told him how to fish it in that pond yeah you showed me where to throw it you showed me where to throw it you showed me when to because my, my problem was just open up a pandora box of l's well my problem was i was letting it dive for too long and pulling it across the bottom Everything was hitting topside. So when I figured out, all right, I'm going to flip it in, give it one one little jerk, and pull it at about three, four inches deep as opposed to a foot and a half, two foot deep, game changed. The boy's learning. Hey, you know, I learned on the fly, if you will. <laughs> I mean, Fishing it, it was funny because I told Brittany, I was like, I'm going to go teach Shane how to fish. <laughs> I, I took the L, but technically I did. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> You weren't wrong. <laughs> I I wish that you could teach me to golf the way you taught me to fish. I've tried. Yeah, what do you think the what's where's the disconnect there? It's it's how, a brain it's the brain. How did well it's so, gotta be the brain. Well so explain that for me. How did my brain just instantly pick up like, okay, so this is what I need to do for the fish? All right, cool, got it. Oh wow, looky there. Caught four fish in the last two minutes. Golf, you hold your destiny in your hands. With fish, it's in the fish's hands and the weather's hands. Mm, okay, yeah. There, There's more variables to fishing that, that can play in your favor. I see yeah. your point there. All right, cool. Got it. See, look, I'm learning. But y'all are going to see us fishing together, playing golf together over the next couple of months. We're not going anywhere, folks. I promise. We are well, not going anywhere. Well, you're Just, going to Yellowstone. Yeah, well. And we are going to a lot of concerts. <laughs> that too. <laughs> We may even vlog a couple of concerts. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because we, we, we've spent money on video equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, about as much as we spent on pot equipment. So Probably more. <laughs> maybe, this, maybe this break will give us that chance to kind of narrow our craft on that, too. So when we come back, it's top notch. That's what we're aiming for. But, uh, dude, this has been a fun season. I, I'm, so th- I'm so thankful for you. Um, coming on and giving your time. And I'm thankful for Cortland for letting you come over. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Like I said earlier, th- this is like an ideal transition phase. Like, that was one of the, the big question marks that I had coming out was, like I said, you know, I'm gonna, I felt like a transplant when I first got back. 
And it's a question that a lot of people getting out feel like, mm, so that's a major reason a lot of people stay because it's just easier to do. But you bringing me on here and getting to talk to so many different people from around the county and finding those similarities and figuring out, okay, now that, you know, this is still home and this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, it's just like uh, we were talking to one of my friends and at Tallulah that night and he was like, don't let him talk shit to you. And we were legit talking shit back and forth the whole time while he told you, don't let him talk shit to you. That's all we know how to do. Yeah. I mean, what's trash talk if you ain't got friends? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's like like you said, dude, it's been a blessing. I always tell it's been a blessing. And each one of you that's listening, it's been a blessing. Dude, can't thank y'all enough. It's time to sit on a tailgate, drink a few beers. We got one more episode coming out, but it's time to go away for a little bit after next week. And we're going to miss y'all. I promise, but we'll still be there. Mm-hmm. The YouTubes, TikTok. Sorry that you have to look at our faces more during the break. Yeah. <laughs> faces for radio. That's it. But uh, what would a Pass the Jar episode be? We haven't done it in a minute, but I'm just going to throw oh, one at shit. you. I, I knew it was coming, even though you didn't say anything about it. So I'm going to hit you with a bopper flop. Yeah, I know it. And we'll go with our first concert back together. To our next concert together, Musket on Bloodline, Damn I Need a Dirt Road okay. versus Co Wetzel. Now hold on, hold on, because I, I you got to change you got to change the Musket on song because there's a feature on Damn I Need a Dirt Road. That's true. Okay, Langston plays a big part in that too. Okay, here we go. Musket right. on Bloodline. All right, go can't ahead. tell you no. Ooh, versus I regret my decision now. Co Wetzel, something to talk about. <sighs> That's ah man, that's unfair. You can't compare those two songs. That's two different. That's two totally different feelings. Oh, that's playing on both sides of my emotions. That's Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you earlier. Pull for the home team one time, please. And that's what I'm gonna do. I gotta go with Muscadine. Can't tell you no. That's fair. I have yep. But for podcast sakes. I'm gonna go something to talk about. It's a it's a banger, dude. Like the definition of a banger. I told a woman I love her as her man walked in. <laughs> Put a hollow point in his but, head. And then then you got the opposite in the spectrum with can't tell you no. You can't tell your woman no. That's a that's a damn love song right there. That is yeah. That's a damn love song. I was playing on you me and Jackson were just browsing YouTube one day, play, and I played it and Brittany was sitting on the couch. She was like I really like that song. Hey, speaking of YouTube, Muscadine Bloodline, walk in a room, that raw acoustic that they done outside of the tour bus, buddy, yeah. can't touch it. Another damn love song. <laughs> yeah. Them boys don't miss. They're good at it. But, uh, yeah, we'll run it next week, bud. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to spoil the, the finale because it's two, it's two big ones. Y'all probably know who it is because I've said they'll be – here for every single season <laughs> as long as we're doing it but we've got them both at the same damn time at the same damn time and i'm so looking forward to it but uh shane uh can't wait to uh, put out some video content thank you for joining me this season thank you for having me again can't wait for next season me neither buddy i'm looking forward to it there's a lot of changes changes in the wind that's it we'll fill y'all in 
probably late July, early August. Folks, uh, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode of us just banter and talking a lot of sweet nothings. <laughs> that's what we do. I, I, I would say that's my forte. Yeah. I can babble on about nothing forever. <laughs> Shane's never met a stranger either. Mm-mm. No, I won't either. But, folks, if that jar's not empty, pass that thing around. But it's almost empty because we've only got one episode left. It really is. I'm looking at it on the table. It's almost empty. It's almost <laughs> empty. These these jars and bottles have made it through four months, week in, week out. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. We'll see you next week for the season finale of Pass the Jar, season three. Y'all take it easy. Love we y'all. love y'all. <laughs>